Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by the OT Gourmet Geek, Miss Tab, David Green, and OC Monster Man. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And thanks for joining us on the 148th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today we're continuing our October special Halloween grab bag series. We really need to come up with a better name for that. That is way too long. Uh, (laughs) Today's themes are werewolves and giant monsters. So you guessed it. We're talking about Bad Moon, and Cloverfield. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Bad Moon is streaming on Prime Video, Vudu, Tubby TV, and Shudder, and Cloverfield is up on Prime Video and Hulu, not on Netflix anymore. So please check those films out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. That's true. We said it was Netflix, and at the time, that was true. It's true. But now it's on Prime Video and Vudu and Tubby TV. Don't be confused no, with Cloverfield. Pa- what was it called? Is it Paradox? Yeah. What's the other one? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And Don't then, watch that one. Watch the the original one that's on Vudu and and Hulu eh. or Prime Video. Sorry. Or not. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it is on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cloverfield P- Paradox is playing on Netflix. It's on it's Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, don't. Uh, but before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Turning with a January 24th release date. It's written and directed by Floria Sigismondi. Yeah, thank you. Uh, got it. Dare she previously directed films such as Daredevils. Sorry, Daredevil. Is that Just a show or a movie? Sorry. So there's I there's a movie, there's also a show, so I don't know which one she did. I think it's the movie. Great. The one with Ben Affleck? I don't know. Now Let's I'm look just it curious. Up. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, now I just want to know. <laughs> Floria. There she is. She just pops right up there. Yeah. She might be the only Floria around. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, this Floria. <laughs> not the other Floria. Not the other one. Sigismondi. Okay. So this is the TV series. Oh, okay. She directed Which some is good because it's better than the movie. Great. Yeah, because that movie, that's the Ben Affleck and, uh, and What's Her Fame. Yep, what's her face? that one. Yeah, that one. It was rough, uh, but the show's great. She also directed The Runaways, and she's also directed The Handmaid's Tale, which is a very popular television show. And a Katy Perry video where she's real creepy looking at me, and I need to get off this page right now. She actually, like, if you scroll down on Floria's IMDb page, it's, like, all music videos. Like, she was big in music videos for a very long time. Um, it's also written by Carrie and Chad Hayes, who both previously wrote The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, and a final girl favorite, House of Wax, from 2005. Love it. So this film is based on the Henry James novel, Turn of the Screw. I don't know if you've ever read it. I read it in college. I Um, did not read it. So... Uh, Let me read the IMDb summary and then I'll get into it. But IMDb (laughs) summary is a young governess is hired by a man who has become responsible for his young nephew and niece after the deaths of their parents. A modern take on the Henry James novella, The Turn of the Screw. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's a very short book. You can read it in a couple hours. It's uh, it's one of those little little guys, the non-intimidating ones. (laughs) Oh, good. <laughs> so if you wanted to read this before you saw the movie, you could. Um, 
honestly, I read it in college. I don't remember much of it. I do remember mm-hmm. ghosts and kids. Uh, and that's about it. So, um, I'm kind of excited about this. I, I have mixed feelings about it, actually. Um, I wasn't, it, it, oh, it wasn't like, I don't know. It didn't pull me in necessarily. I really like our main actress who is from the new Terminator movies. Keep seeing seeing her pop up in the trailers. Mm -hmm. Um, and the little girl is really creepy and like all the weird stuff that, you know, the old lady is really creepy, but every time they like cut to Finn Wolfhard being really creepy, he just looks like he's being an asshole teenager and it like isn't creepy to me it's it just like is annoying (laughs) i don't know how else to say it i'm just like oh he's being a jerk teenager (laughs) well maybe if you watch the movie you won't feel that way no totally like i'm gonna see it it looks beautiful it does it looks great there's just it's just whenever like it's his part i'm like oh finn (laughs) being a teenager (laughs) this is not uh Stranger Things. Although well, his, I do appreciate him kind of staying straight in the genre. You yeah, know, he's got yeah. the horror thing going. He does. And he's sticking with it. I mean, he Take could probably be it. doing other things at this point. I mean, I'm, he models too, I think. Does he really? Yeah. I can't. I can't tell. I'll send you some pics. That sounds so weird. I really don't <laughs> want to see pictures of him modeling. Please do not send those to me. Don't check I am your Instagram. Not, no, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for the offer. I'm good. I'm going to ho- go ahead and slowly step away from this conversation. Well, it's happening right now. So oh my sorry. God, Carly. Stop. She hates it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm excited because I, I remember liking the story. Uh, I'll probably read it again and time for the movie. Um, and also, um, you know that the next series of uh, the haunting series that Mike Flanagan does, uh, you remember he did The Haunting of Hill House last year, uh, the next series comes out in 2020, and it's based on this story. Oh, cool. Yeah. Would watch that for sure without even really knowing anything else. There you go. I'm into it. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, uh, You, but you don't really get a feel for everything in the trailer. It's it's just ghosty and I'm I definitely mean, gonna see this. It's written by want... the same guys that did The Conjuring and House of Wax, Carly. It's yeah. gonna be good. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be written well at least. For sure. Um and they're all great actors. I'm not like I I just am not as excited is is the not the word I would use, but I'm in I'm intrigued and I'm gonna see it. Okay. Well let's get into it. Let's yes. talk about our first feature length film of the oh, day. Man. Oh what man. Do, what do you got for us, Carly? Bad Moon from 1996, written and directed by Eric Redd, based on the novel Thor by Wayne Smith. The IMDb summary is one man's struggle to contain uh, the curse he hides within and his last ditch attempt to free himself with the love of family. That's a weird sentence. But when it... But when it looks as if he is losing his battle and endangering all he holds most dear, the family dog Thor is the last hope for his family's survival and the end to his werewolf curse. It's the worst summary ever, and I'm sorry. I looked (laughs) three different places for a summary written by a human who speaks our language. Yeah. Um this is the best one we got. This is this is on like every site. This is on Amazon. This is on the other um, movie database uh, site we use sometimes. It was 100% on everything I looked at. And I could not believe that there's not a professionally written summary. Because even on IMDb, it says it's by like some user. So they just like copied and pasted this everywhere. They're like, all right, whatever. Then I thought about writing my own summary. Um, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But and a I, final girl first. Oh my god! But I, I kind of ran out of time to do that. But um, yeah. So that's awful. There's just it's, it's all good. Part of the charm of the show is the terrible is IMDb the terrible summaries. IMDb so. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, no, everywhere uses this one. <laughs> this GeoCities user. It literally yes. says GeoCities user, and then oh my gosh. screen name at the oh end my. of it. Wow. And it's on Amazon and everywhere. 
It's insane. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so I saw this movie before you. Briefly, you did, you. and I appreciate the timestamps. What did you have a hard time? There is a lot of. There, I oh, mean, it's man. dog centric. This movie is dog centric, and the dog's name is Thor, yeah. which I had a, a beagle named Thor. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I have a nephew yeah. named Thor. The our beagle that like passed away oh. um, a couple years ago, like last year oh, actually. I, oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, but so yes, so that was definitely a thing, and most of it was fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't even take a chance. I just totally skipped. Uh, I could tell, you yeah. know. Yeah. I was like, okay, this feels like part, like one of the, the timestamps that Amy gave me. And then I referenced it and it was like, yep. So I skipped those three minutes. And then the, um, the animal control stuff was surprisingly hard because it like the crying so long really got to me. And so I skipped that also. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the timestamps I gave you actually. You, you totally did. You were yeah. like, I'm not sure about this. And then you were like, I'm not sure. So at the end, like I didn't watch must mo- like the end fight because there wasn't anything really during the fight you know between yeah. the wolf and the dog but then at the end when like they really like tried to make it look like the dog had been badly injured like mm-hmm. i didn't really watch that part per se um but i like would glance up every once in a while and be like okay is it over yet <laughs> so if you're a new listener carly does not like dog animals being hurt in general in film, but especially dogs Correct. Um, and she has a little bit, she's very sensitive to it. So whenever I watch a movie before she watches it and there's a dog thing, I always send her timestamps, uh, of when she should skip. Uh, I didn't realize best. that a dog was going to be so central to this film. I didn't realize that it was like literally based on a book about the dog. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, in the book, I guess it's like from the dog's point of view. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, that being said, I actually had a lot of fun with this movie. I kind of um, liked it. Yeah. I liked it too. Uh, and I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it just, you know, it's, it's not a bad great thing. movie, but it's, it's a pretty good werewolf movie. I mean, I it's agree. up there. And I agree. I enjoyed it better than The Howling, honestly. And it's it's so entertaining. Yeah. It is. And like, it has that like hellraiser-esque drama like to it do you know what i mean like the guy like the the brother it's just the acting is very hellraiser-y yeah and it was just like this is fun like i wasn't bored no like i watched the whole thing i you know other than the three portions that you had sent me (laughs) and i i really i enjoyed it a lot actually i liked it too um there, it, it's not a good movie, but it's a mm-hmm. very entertaining movie. And I've seen much oh. worse. Oh, my God. You could totally see in the beginning there's like a sex scene. Oh, my God. And when they flip over, you can see the little like hammock thing that they like put his penis in. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And I was like, oh, my God. So I forget let's what it talk was called, about the sex but... scene because... <laughs> It's called a banana hammock. I believe that's the... Uh, Is that what... Okay. No, I, I just like, made that Oh, up. my God. Uh, I mean, I didn't make up the term banana hammock. I don't know no. if there's like a technical term for that. Um, so it's... The, the, this is the most... I mean, it's a very... It's a graphic sex scene mm-hmm. for this type of film. But it's also the least passionate sex scene i think Mm -hmm. i've ever seen in a movie agreed there is no chemistry between these two people and you're thinking well you know maybe their acting is just really good but then you find out later that you know she dies so like this could be any woman really yeah there's well, no... and, and also, like, bef- if there's no really leading up to it. They're literally just like, let's go have sex. And then they have sex. But there's no. Uh, yeah. So she doesn't need to be a very good actress. She just needs to want to have sex with this guy in, right. a, in front of people. <laughs> but then we find out that apparently it's like, like, they were definitely a thing enough for his sister to, like, know about her and, like, sure. ask where she went. Yeah. And, like, they were together they, and yeah. traveling mm-hmm. on adventures together. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, there was no passion there. I mean, it no. was like a graphic sex scene with two very uncomfortable people, and yeah. it showed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, 
yeah, I had I it's I said it's the most boring sex scene ever in my notes. Um but I will say that the werewolf massacre was bonkers. Agreed. In that scene when he gets attacked and she dies very gruesomely. Very gruesomely. Yeah, it's intense. It's good. It's he good. He just and rips gory. right through that tent and grabs her. Yeah. It was uh it was, it was intense. It was intense. Um so I like that part. That was good. The special effects makeup is really fun in this movie. It is. It's it's too bad that there it's also paired with some very sketchy CGI. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I unfortunate. Agree. But it's the nineties and it's not the highest budget film in the world, so makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's like still fun. I don't know. It's still fun. It is. I mean, it, I mean, there's a lot of things happening here that don't make total sense. Like this, this oh, no, door-to-door sales really guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then that the mom fuck. is some badass lawyer, but she literally does no working through the entire film. And the little kid is from Dennis the Menace. Oh, is he? He's the little kid from Dennis the Menace. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, that adorable German shepherd named Thor just brought Dennis the Menace, his little toy, to go to sleep with. <laughs> and I thought it was, like, the cutest thing ever. I couldn't handle it. I wrote, oh, Thor's a good boy. He's Thor a, is such a good boy. He's the best boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. Don't let your dogs hear you say that. I was so proud. <laughs> I was so proud of Dennis the Menace uh, going to the dog pound to release him. To, to, to rescue from his him. his chains. Dude, okay, so there is a scene where Thor bites uh, our werewolf dude, who, mm-hmm. Uncle Ted, by the way. Which Uncle Ted, who was, um, played older Trip Fontaine in The Virgin Suicides, by the way. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't place him. He did look familiar. <laughs> but no, every time I heard someone say Uncle Ted, I just kept thinking of Bobby's world. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not. A, it's a very different character. Yes. Um, uh, but I mean, it, so there is a scene where Thor bites Uncle Ted because Uncle Ted's a, a werewolf and Thor is protecting his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a good when boy. a dog bites a human... They sometimes get taken away and it's not a happy thing. But the scene where they take this dog away is the saddest thing. And I I could not handle it personally. That's why I was like, I don't think like it's not really a dog getting hurt, but it's the hardest thing I've ever had. to watch. It's so sad. And it's like the crying doing. And it's such a long scene. Like they could have cut so much sooner. I don't know why they insisted on like just prolonging this horrible heart wrenching scene and just like never ended. Oh, oh it was seriously hard. like the longest scene. It was way I was like, too long. Is it over yet? Nope. It's like a dog being pulled We're away still... with the with the stick with the loop on it. But two there's guys. like two guys, and the dog is a very good actor. He, I, mean, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. No harm was coming to this dog, but this dog was a very good actor. Mm-hmm. And the crying was just the hardest thing to listen to. <laughs> I like fast forwarded up like, I don't, why is this so ha- still happening? We know what's going on. We don't need to keep going. We know what's going on. We know that what's his face is a dick. Yeah. Like, please cut to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the acting's not the greatest, but I think the, the kick... Except for by Thor. Thor by is 10 Thor. out of 10. Thor is 10 out of 10. Thor kicked ass. I believed every every scene. Yeah. Um, and Dennis the Menace was good, too. Yeah. So, basically, long story short, Uncle Ted is a werewolf. He's <laughs> living with his sister and nephew, but he's living in a trailer in their backyard. Question. Yeah. Okay, so they go at the beginning of the movie, they kind yeah. of go to visit Uncle Ted, right? Because he's like yeah. got his trailer in the woods. They don't kind of. They actually do. Yeah. Yes. And then she invites him to come live with her. And he's like, no. And then he calls her and he's like, there is trouble. And then it cuts to this scene with all of these police canvassing the area. Yes. Right outside his trailer. Yes. And... I was like, okay, I don't know if this, if you felt similarly about this scene, but I was like, are they like, 
bringing him in for questioning or like literally it was found right outside his trailer like what's happening here and the next day he's like got his trailer at the sister's house i pictured it more like it is a little too close to his trailer like i think it should have been further away from his trailer <laughs> it was literally <laughs> i don't know why they're like surrounding <laughs> his trailer but like i mean we saw the body in the tree right earlier so we know he did that right Right. but But no cops are gonna think a human did that in the woods when there's a crazy animal on the loose so i don't think they were like thinking it was him i think it was just more like he realized he did that and decided he needed to get out of there although he should have 100 percent just stayed there i don't know yeah so why strange. he would leave unless the cops were making him leave i don't know he's like you know what i think i need to endanger my family yeah <laughs> it, and move in their backyard because love will break the spell yeah there is a werewolf spell some fun revenge peeing uh in this film <laughs> yes <laughs> between the werewolf and the dog mm-hmm. <laughs> peeing in each other's areas <laughs> thor that's not very nice the dog's like, fuck that guy. Fuck Uncle Ted. I will say, though, why don't they ever put Thor on a leash when he goes outside? They're just like, oh, you're upset? Okay, here, go run out into the darkness. Because he's such a good dog. Like, If my dog was freaking out like that, you best believe I would not be just like setting him free into the woods. No. I would never. I mean, even if it was like, I mean, I guess they're like kind of on open land. I don't but know. But still, really then I'm like, what if a coyote just stir a wolf? I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, there's an animal out there. That was what was weird to me is when Uncle Ted was like trying to talk to the mom, and he he's like, "There's a," he was like, "Do you know like a wolf gets to 200 pounds and a bear, blah 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 blah." Like, keep your dog inside, and she's like, "Thor's fine. He's 100 pounds. Listen to yourself. You're crazy." I'd be like, "You're right." <laughs> My dogs will not be going outside until, like, in the nighttime until this animal is caught. Like, woman, what are you doing? Yeah, I Protect your dog, please. Yeah. I mean, I just know in the country people let their dogs run, roam a little bit more than they do, you know, in cities and suburbs. For sure. But when there's a freaking killer animal on the loose. Werewolf. Exactly. So I I enjoy a good werewolf movie. I would put this on a list of of good werewolf movies to watch. It's fun. It's a good Halloween even movie. I I I recommend it. I agree. This movie is a lot of fun and you should check it out. Yeah. I mean I like I especially like the the jump scare end and the CGI maybe not my favorite, but like I mean overall it's enjoyable. I feel like I was just very scatterbrained when I talked about that. It was all over the place, but yeah. Uh, yeah, same, but I will say my notebook completely like fell apart. Um <sighs> so my notes are all scattered, so that's part of the, oh, the no. reason why. Do you have I'm to switch not. to your Ryan Gosling notebook now? <sighs> I might need to switch to my Ryan Gosling notebook. Hey girl. Hey girl. Actually, that one's too small. I don't know that I could use that. You'd fill it up in two movies. Yeah, it would be it would be done. I write a lot of notes sometimes. Okay. My memory's just not as good as yours, Carly. I need to write things down. I'm just like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Trip Fontaine. All right. So that was Bad Moon. Also, can I just say, why is it called Bad Moon? It's every night he turns into a werewolf. It has nothing to do with the moon. So people will know it's a werewolf movie. But there's, but like... Why? I don't know. Like, they could have come up with another name that insinuates werewolves. I Yeah, yes, they could have. And that actually made sense. Or they could have just called it Thor. Like the, well, I guess they couldn't have called it Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have at the time. At the time, they probably could have. Yeah. Now it's a little confusing. Got all these other Got Thor Chris movies Hemsworth. out. Which one am I talking about? They're both cute. <laughs> I don't know. They're both cute and furry. Yeah. I want to pet them. Yeah. Come sit on my lap. Yeah. Sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
where are we going with this? I'm on board. <laughs> We're talking about the similarities between Thor the dog and Thor the human. Well, yeah. human god. Yeah. The god. The god. The god himself. The god Thor. The god of thunder. Is that what he is? Yep. You're a comic book person. You know these things. He is a Asgard. All right. What Let's up? move on, please. Okay. Please start talking about this next movie. You start oh, wait, talking about it. Oh, it's my turn. It. Yeah. Oh, my God, Carly. <laughs> I'm a fucking mess today. Ooh, <laughs> Same Z's. <laughs> it's fine. I, I started talking about Thor. I can't. What am I thinking of? I got all hot and bothered. Okay. <laughs> Cloverfield from 2008, directed by Matt Reeves, who previously directed Let Me In. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's written by Drew Goddard, who wrote, <laughs> what is going on with my voice? Who wrote <laughs> Bad Times at the El Royale and The Martian. The IMDb summary is a group of friends venture deep into the streets of New York on a rescue mission during a rampaging monster attack. So, Carly, you like Cloverfield and large monster movies. I do. I love monster movies so much. I will say um, I haven't watched Cloverfield in a while. I still really like all of I still really like most of it. But I will say during this viewing, I wasn't as into the character of HUD <laughs> as I was OK with him in the past. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, He's awful. He's, he's terrible. He's and like, so I feel like when I first saw it, it was like, okay, like, haha, funny. And now I'm just like, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shut up. TJ Miller's first role, by the way. Someone take this camera away from him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are you giving him the camera? Seriously, like when he's hell's like, ever, who cares that they had sex? Let it go, man. <laughs> Ugh, shut up. So that's how I felt about him this so- time. So... I only saw Cloverfield one other time, and it was probably in 2008, and I was not a huge fan of it then, but I thought when I rewatched it now that I might like it more, Mm -hmm. because, you know, time's passed, and and I've seen a lot of horror movies, and a lot of people like Cloverfield, so maybe I can find some merit in it, and uh, I fucking hated it. I hate this movie. (laughs) I was not into it. I'm not a giant monster movie fan. Um, it's just way more action than horror to me, so I'm just mm-hmm. not as interested in it. Um, I I can appreciate it. I understand people like it. It's just not my 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 bag. Um, I will say part of the charm of this movie for me initially, at least, was I think the marketing behind this when it came out was great. Sure. Um. It was super ambiguous. You didn't... Most of the trailers were teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't really know what was going on. A lot of the teasers were kind of, I think, filmed. They Like, the portions that they used weren't in the movies to kind of make it seem more of, like, a found footage kind of thing. Um, so when you went into it, you didn't really know what you were going to see and what you were going to get. Um, So you were kind of like on the ride with the characters. Obviously, that has changed over the years. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. When I first saw this movie, I was like really, really into it. Um, Haven't seen it in a while. And now I'm just kind of like, it's fine. I would rather watch Cloverfield 2. Cloverfield 2 is better. Yeah. But a very different movie. Yeah. And way more horror, which is why I like it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the... This one is, um, so I, I agree that the, I rewatched the trailers actually, um, this morning when I was eating my breakfast, I was like, I'll watch the trailers for Cloverfield because I remember them and I remember them being pretty, like, like you said, ambiguous and, and interesting. Um, I, the ones I saw did have all scenes from the movie, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, the way it was cut, you really couldn't quite tell what was going on, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. there are some really interesting shots in this film, like, especially like the horse-drawn carriage, like, you know, ghostly wandering around by itself. Um, but like, I don't know, for the most part, this movie is really hard to watch. The, the shaky cam thing doesn't usually bother me. In this movie, it is unbearable. It is, 
awful. Um, I know a lot of people had that complaint. I mean, I, I've seen Blair Witch a billion times. I've seen all Blair Witches. I saw the new one in theaters, which is also very shaky cam. And I saw the original on the big screen. I could not like this movie is so like you the focus like it's purposely going in and out of focus it's purposefully going upside down and this way and that way um it's fine in Blair Witch because they're not like running all the time but right. I feel like because there's so much running in this movie it is really hard to take um I feel like if they remade this today, it would have been better only because the technology is kind of improved. So mm-hmm. you could do a found footage that's not so shaky. Right. The um, stabilizers are like on a different ballpark now. Totally. And you have like things like GoPro, mm-hmm. uh, which will make it way less awful. Um, this is just hard. If you, I felt like I was on a universal ride. Um, and, <laughs> and, and not just with the shaky cam, but with the um, the monsters peeking out and, oh, I'm going to turn this way. And, and it was just very, it felt like a universal ride so much. Okay, where I was like, that makes sense. If you've ever been on a universal ride, you know what I'm talking about. Because it's like, oh, I'm in a cart and I'm going to turn this way and ah, there's a monster. And then I'm going to turn this way and, oh, okay, we're getting away. Move, move, move. It, like Even the dialogue, everything sounds like a universal ride to me. Um, the acting, very universal ride to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of it felt like a universal ride. Uh, which, by the way... Not a huge fan of our Universal rides. <laughs> Apparently not. I am a huge fan of Universal rides. Really, I yeah. love every any kind see, of. See, but th- those things just make me sick. Oh, see, I no, can't... I'm like, yes, give me more. See, I love roller coasters and like actual rides, but when you are just shaking my cart and then putting a giant camera in, or, or a giant screen in front of me, I'm going to throw up everywhere because I'm not actually moving and my body knows that you're just shaking me. Oh, no, I like the ones that actually move. I don't know if they, I think the only ride that they have right now that's stationary, like what you're talking about is The Simpsons. Well, everything else went, actually moves you. Well, they move you, but just from room to room you're not like roller coastering around too much no. i think the only ones i went I, I went to the one in florida which has like a shit ton of rides so it does. it's so oh, i love i love florida universal yeah i mean it, don't get me wrong i had a great time there but the rides were not my favorite part i loved all the harry potter stuff <laughs> it's fun the to rides? hang out on a lot. <laughs> no not the harry potter rides just like walking through town and i had oh, a lawn yeah. and i was doing little kid things and being excited about it oh, um me too same yeah <laughs> The rides were fine. They're just not my favorite part. And Tony was totally cool with them. But um, I just felt really nauseous. The whole yeah, time. they're not for everybody. No. If I've learned. Yeah. I'm like, you don't love roller. Co- well, not roller coasters, but you don't love like theme park rides. I love theme park rides and like rides at Disney. A OK. Interesting. Uh, not the same thing. The screens. It's the screens. It's 100 percent the screens. Gotcha. Learned a new thing about you today. <sighs> I've mentioned it before, I think. But anyway, well, this this movie <laughs> this movie feels very much like a universal ride to me and not a huge fan of any of those things. So uh, not my favorite at all. Um, it's very soap opera-y. Like the story is unbelievable. Uh, I do not believe that this guy would do what he's doing. I don't really get why he is. So, question. Uh, yeah. If you were said guy and Tony was said girl, you wouldn't go back and try to get him? So, Tony and I actually had this discussion yesterday <laughs> when we were watching this movie. Because I turned to him and I'm like, would you rescue me in this scenario? My husband and I are very in love. Been married eight years. I'm just saying. We would do anything for each other we are a very strong <laughs> but they won't wonderful, do that <laughs> i'm just saying we're a very strong wonderful relationship uh this is not a comment to our relationship and i was like would you rescue me he's like 100 percent. of course i would come rescue you and i was like from a building that's doing that thing right there and the and the helicopter's about to leave and he's like well maybe not uh <laughs> <laughs> and i told him i don't blame you and i would be okay with you leaving me like, like, I would rather him get out safe and be okay mm-hmm. 
then risk both of us dying. I'm going to die anyway. So why should you die too? Like, I don't, I don't really get it. But then the helicopter goes down anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. They, but they both freaking die anyway. Yeah. It's all for nothing. And they're not even married. They they had sex once. You're going to rescue someone you had sex once with? Well, they and were you're... like best friends forever. And even moving to fucking Japan. I don't get it. I don't understand the whole point. I I don't know. It's I not feel like I'm one of those people that I would go back, even if it wasn't, even like not my romantic partner, but like even if it was like one of my best friends or like my brother, like I don't know if I would be able to just like leave and like feel okay about it. I mean, you wouldn't feel okay about it, but there's a monster crushing people. She might even be dead already. And why are these other people with him? What is wrong with these other people? Duh, to document the scenario. It's so (laughs) stupid. I just don't believe it. I don't. Especially Lizzie Kaplan's character. Like, you'd think that she would just be like, bye. Yes. She basically says bye like three times, but then she still stays around for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I, it, the characters don't make any sense. The character development is awful, by the way. It's basically non-existent because all we have at the beginning of this movie is shaky cam party conversations. It does not, there's no personalities. It's just like, this person's doing this and this right. person's doing that. It's like, it's not like we know these people at all or care right. about them at all. Um, the writing's pretty awful. I'm I expected more from Drew Goddard, honestly. Honestly, I didn't even I didn't even <laughs> know that there would have been a writer. I feel like there would have just been guidelines and then right. just kind of like, here are the points that you have to hit, go with it. Sure. I just feel like if you're doing a movie like this where we're supposed to believe that these characters are doing these things, that I, I need a little more setup. And it's not like they didn't have time for the setup. I feel like the whole beginning of this movie is just really wasted time. So I I get everything that you're saying and like it makes sense to me. I feel like in most movies, I I personally feel that way too about a lot of movies. We've had these same conversations. I don't look for that in monster movies. I think I just kind of assume that it's like not going to be the best story-wise and I'm just kind of like maybe it is like I'm just kind of a, like on the, the universal ride like with everybody like seeing what's popping up where the monsters is coming am i gonna see it you never really do you do see Mm -hmm. those like little things in the subway um but i don't know i feel like i feel like i don't judge monster movies as harshly yeah sure i I mean i get that but like maybe more monster then yeah that I'd be down with 100%. Like, I saw the new Godzilla. I didn't really care about the story. I just want to fucking see Mothra and Godzilla and, like, all of the monsters throw down at the end. Like, everything else could be whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. It's kind of how I feel about monsters. And I, in I mean, I appreciated a lot of, like, th- I think that it could have been scarier if they concentrated more on just the manic craziness of what was happening around mm-hmm. them. Also, where is everyone in New York? Where um, did everyone go? That just went right down. The, there are. <laughs> do you know how many people are in New York City at a given time? How are there not still people? Like all of a sudden, it's just completely empty. <laughs> I just don't believe it. I especially when they were in the subway. I was like, "There's no way there's not more people in the subway right now." That's very true. There would That's be so like, many people hiding in the subway. It's not even funny. <laughs> there's not even any homeless people in there. No, there would be tons of homeless people. Yeah, that's where all the homeless people would be. It's true. <laughs> it's just bonkers to me. I wrote it down. I looked it up. Twenty six thousand four hundred and three people per square mile in New York City. Jesus. I love that you looked it up. These facts aren't adding up. It just doesn't make any sense. I was like, I've been to New York City several times. They could fill that bridge several times. There is no way that it would be that empty. Like, there's no fucking way. There's so many crazy people that would be like wandering around. I'm just saying. You're right. You're 100%. It just doesn't add up. Um, I also don't like the name Cloverfield. I'm not really sure why it's called that or why any of them are called that. I think it's like the the 
the name of like the operation or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I remember, I remember hearing or reading something. I thought it was like a place, like that's where it started or something. Maybe that might be it. It's just like, it's not apparent though. That's the problem. Like explain it. You can't just call your movie something and have no fucking reason for it. Okay, I'm call so it Cloverfield, I, and we're never going to mention Cloverfield the entire movie, and you're just never going to know what Cloverfield is. I googled it. Where is the answer? It came up, but then like I was going to click on it, and now it's taking me to something else. Okay, I'm just going to read the abbreviated version. The director said that Cloverfield was the government's case designation for the events caused by the monsters, comparing the title to that of the Manhattan Project. Um, oh, the film's final title, Cloverfield, is the name of the exit Abrams takes to his Santa Monica office. So it's a little super ambiguous. They never mention it. They never even at the beginning, they could have said Project Cloverfield. You know, doesn't it say something like that in the it doesn't say Cloverfield. Oh, I thought you're right. I don't know. Maybe you. I don't know. I thought it did. But it should. It should. It could easily just say that and I would be okay with it. <laughs> You're like, just put it somewhere. Just put it or call it Project Cloverfield or whatever. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But now everyone calls the monsters Cloverfield and it's like that. Oh, no, they don't. Do they really? That's <laughs> that's crazy. That's like calling. There's a Cloverfield uh, and there's baby Cloverfields in the basement or in the, oh my goodness. In the subway. <laughs> no. Oh, here it is. I found it. Mm. Um, Okay, so was the government's case designation for the events caused by the monsters comparing the title to that Manhattan Project? And it's not a project per se. It's the way that this case has been designated. That's why it's uh, on. Oh, you're a writer. You get to make up the reason. Just make one up and then make it apparent, and I'm happy. It's yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really... I guess that really doesn't make sense. But whatever. Just made myself a little bit more confused about it. It's fine. (laughs) I tried to look it up too, Carly, and I read the same thing you read, and I was like, that doesn't make it any clearer. No, it doesn't. It should have been on there. (laughs) One sentence or just like um, type at the beginning of the film, I would have been satisfied. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, um, it's fine. But then, like, okay, so we get to our damsel in distress that we are rescuing. What's her name? Lizzie, Laura, Lily. One of uh, the L names, right? Uh, Her name's Odette. Her name is Beth. Beth. Oh, I was close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get to Beth, and she is practically dead. I mean, she she's has got been rebar. Impaled. She's got rebar in her chest. Yeah. And the second, I don't know if you ever took first aid or CPR, Carly, but one of the first things they teach you is if there's something sticking out of a human, leave it in. You leave the you leave it in, and then you wrap around it because the second you take that shit out, you're bleeding everywhere. Legitimately, this is kind of sad. Um, the main takeaway that I got from Steve Irwin's passing Hmm. because he was like impaled by a stingray and like he pulled the thing out and like ended up bleeding out because of that. So that's like you always leave it in. You always leave it in, guys. I know your instinct is you want to take it out, but like don't. Wait till you get to the hospital. They'll take care of it. That thing's holding your your insides together. Yeah. And keeping the blood from pouring out of you. Mm Mm-hmm. So they take, and it's thick. It's like, I don't it's know if you've huge. seen Rebar. It's like, it's, it's, it's no joke. No. And so they take her off of this rebar instantly. And I understand they don't, they can't bring the rebar with them. But like, you should probably know at that point, she's not surviving that yeah. shit. There's no fucking way. Mm-mm. They barely wrap her and then they're running. You know what happens when you run, Carly? <laughs> More blood because your heart starts going and pumping like crazy, yes. which would lead you to bleed out faster. She, would, she should be dead. And she is <laughs> running here. She's running there. These women have no <laughs> shoes on. And when they do, their heels. Like, I just, no, I'm sorry. No. 
And I would have really enjoyed it if they like broke into a store, stole some sneakers. You know, I can get behind that. Let's that get practical. Would make way more sense. Instead, I have to see them standing outside of Sephora for like 20 minutes and I don't understand. You could have spent that time getting <laughs> sneakers. No one carries a weapon at all. I would have had a weapon instantly. Just anything that you grab on the, the street. The first thing I see that could be used as a weapon, I'm carrying it with me. They don't carry weapons the entire fucking movie. He does grab an axe to kill one of the little Cloverfields and then leaves it there. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> one of the little, little Cloverfields. Little baby Cloverfield <laughs> left That's the axe so in him. funny. You know what's going to help that little baby Cloverfield bleed out faster? Fucking taking the axe out of it, which we just learned. Don't do it. Oh, or do it in that in that, well, in that case you want to do it yeah but i don't i don't believe that beth is still alive i don't think there's any way that could possibly be true why didn't they just make it that she got crushed by a wall and then her ankles hurt or something you know what i yeah. mean like that would have yeah. been way more believable <laughs> does it make any sense that she has rearing out of her chest and yeah. is able to run around the rest of the movie. No, for sure. It's like the, they probably were like, well, we have to make her stationary because if she could leave, then she would have left to like go meet them. But she even says in her phone call, the wall fell on me. So it could have just been something heavy on her and she couldn't move. That's true. That should, that makes more sense. That Amy should have written this movie, guys. <laughs> They did write it. They wrote they, that in the movie and then changed their mind. They should have consulted her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doesn't make any sense. They never look for first aid kit. They never look for water. They never look for a weapon. They never look for sneakers. These dudes are running around in comfy shoes and these women are in heels. I'd be dead. There's one. But, I can't, but she I can't doesn't run even, in heels. She doesn't even take her heels off until she has to climb 59 flights of stairs, Carly. 50 fucking nine flights of stairs. At that point, I'd be like, you're on your own. <laughs> I'm kidding. 59? Do you know how quickly they climbed up 59? They were barely out of breath. I would be dead. I would be dying. Same. 59? Do you know how many flights of stairs that is? It's 59 it's whole 59 flights. 59 of them. <laughs> just like after running around the in, city after running miles dude in the after subway running, these people i'm telling they're you very they're all aerobically marathon. inclined they must all be marathoners i don't know how they're doing it i understand adrenaline has something to do with it but 59 flights what the, the, i don't i don't get it I don't I don't know how that's possible. Carly, I had I worked in a building that was seven stories high. Yeah. And as exercise on my lunch break, I would run up and down the stairs a couple times a day. I could do it like twice in a row and then I was dying and I was in pretty good shape. <laughs> like, 59. Like, fucking that's that's 14. That's 14 flights of stairs that I could do and I was done. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're going to get technical about it, don't they like walk in between buildings like the wind up at that uh, <laughs> height would be insane. It would have been crazy. And terrifying, <laughs> especially when there's like a natural, unnatural disaster happening. <laughs> oh, my Throw God. Throw that in there. Dude. It's fine. It's it's a monster movie. <laughs> women running I, heels i love when they they rescue her and she sees the monster for the first time apparently and she's like what is that and he's like it's it's a terrible thing <laughs> that's, it. that's all you can say it's a terrible thing uh, and the, also i mean that helicopter falling from the sky and they're okay like they're alive they're walking around after that no problems i am i'm terrified of helicopters that doesn't answer my question. But yes, they are scary. They're very unstable. They are. But I mean, if you fall out of this, they were high up when that monster got them. Mm-hmm. Fell to their deaths. I mean, she's already basically Superman. I mean, she 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 should have died like three times. Already. Yeah, she's invincible. <laughs> oh, and then they die in a tunnel. 
we assume. Yeah. So the one chick gets away, though. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Lizzie well, explodes. Yeah. Everybody else dies. <sighs> I will say there's like a lot of actors in this. I was like, and like at the time, probably pretty unknown actors mm-hmm. that have since made names for themselves. Liz- Lizzie Kaplan's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, N.T.J. Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I said earlier it was his first movie. Um, ben Feldman. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, but he is in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. Um, and Veronica Juice. Mars. Juice. From, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that a Cloverfield could rip the Statue of Liberty's head off and throw it? I mean, no. Why would a Cloverfield do that? <laughs> There's no reason. For cinematic effect, look how badass I am. It's just, it's like, why is that happening? I mean, I'm sure it's from like, it's supposed to be like an escape from New York homage, probably. But mm-hmm. like, really? Just the head? And you rip it off. I, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just not my favorite. She hates it. I will never watch this movie again. I'm done. I'm sure it'll it, be forever before I watch I am it again. more upset about it this time than I was the first time I watched it. <laughs> just saying. It's not, it's not for me, Carly. It's not for this lady. But there you go. There's your giant monster movie, Carly. Thank you. One of your faves. Well, I wouldn't say faves, but oh. monster movies in general. Yes, you just I like, like them. monster movies. I do. They're fun. Cool. Coffee break. Okay. So let's, uh, let's check in with you, Carly. See how you're doing. You've got a lot going on over there. I'm busy and I'm tired. <laughs> Since the last time we spoke, you were on a Comic-Con LA oh, yeah. panel. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Did you talk like that when you were on the panel? Yeah, I was very oh, sure wow. of myself. It went real well. Um, everybody had a good time. What did um, you talk about? We talked about the future of horror. Oh, um, what's the future of, of horror looking like? It's looking pretty grim. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, just like a lot about kind of both sides of it, just like the where... We kind of hope it will go, um, I guess, more than anything, because nobody can tell where the future of horror is going. But I got to, I was on the panel with three awesome uh, fellas, one um, being my friend Jared, who um, has written a bunch of things. He wrote um, the movie The Jackals that came out a few years ago. He was also... um, one of the staff writers on Are You Afraid of the Dark, which is super cool and so good. I hope everybody's watching that right now. Um, and then our moderator, James Sabata, who's the one that put it all together. He has a podcast um, called TheNecronoma.com. And mm. he wrote a book that's really awesome that he gave to me. Um, I'm really excited to read it. Um, it's like a horror novel that takes place at a fat camp. It's called Fat Camp. Super excited. Um, and then and then um, Josh Miller, who um, is also a writer, he wrote the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, um, and he also does Friday Night Frights in L.A. Um, they show awesome horror movies all year round um, here in L.A. And so it was just kind of all of us talking about movies that we love, movies that we want to see more of, movie styles that we want to see more of. Um, Josh shares my love of ho- of monster movies, so that was really fun. Um, and yeah, it was basically just like a panel podcast. <laughs> we just sat around for like an hour and 20 minutes and, and talked about movies. And the people were so kind that came. And yeah, it was just an all around really good time. That's cool. Um, was there a, a decent size audience there? 
yeah, I was like, there's going to be like five people. That's great. <laughs> it was definitely more than that. And they were so much fun and like interactive. Cool. We had a really good time. Very nice. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Sweet. And you started a new job. You enjoying that? I am loving it. You I was got telling so Amy, much going on. I know. Guys, I'm exhausted. I'm literally like <laughs> November 1 is going to hit. I'm going to sleep for like four days straight. Hibernation. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Carly hibernation. (laughs) This like literally I am I'd never do anything and then October hits and I'm already like busy and then this is has been extra crazy because I've been like getting a new job and like all this I don't know. It's been a it's been an adventure. Same. My week my my month certainly slowed down a little bit this week, which was nice starting with the weekend, but it's still not uh, boring. There's still a lot going on. But I did get a little bit of a breather. I told Carly last weekend I did nothing. <laughs> I had the house to myself and I went full hermit. Full hermit jealous. mode. I, Tommy B, you'll be so proud. I finished Veronica Mars and uh, loved Yay. it, including the movie and the newest, uh, the newest uh, season. And I'm super in and want to watch it all again. So I really liked it. Um, did take me a little bit of time to get into Veronica Mars, but once I got there, it stuck for sure. Uh, what else? I don't know. I don't have a lot going on. People visiting us. Keeping busy. We are doing a horror movie, uh, screening night in my, on my patio tomorrow night. I'm very excited. I have a new little outdoor patio area I'm very excited about. Um, we've got like a projector set up with a screen and I have like a big old, uh, couch out there now and a uh, little fireplace going it's pretty like an pretty much like an outdoor living room and I'm super stoked on it that's so, awesome not that going you want to come down you don't have anything going on do you I, well, yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> before we do our grab bag for next week I'm sorry is there anything else you want to add before we move on um nope I'm good okay uh before we do our grab bag for next week uh we're I just want to shout out our Patreon live stream event is coming up. Bless you, Carly. Thank you. Um, did your soul escape? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. gone. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, no, you're gone. Yeah, bye. Oh, so sad. My soul was like, I need a nap. <laughs> your soul went and laid down. It's cool. Just find it later, okay? Because I'll miss it. Yeah. Um, so next Tuesday, the or this Tuesday, probably by the time this airs, maybe not. I'm just going to say Tuesday, the 29th of October at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are going to be watching Freshwater live with our Patreons. So if you're a Patreon member, uh, you can go on there for details. Uh, If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can go on there and uh, become one and still join us on the 29th for Freshwater. It's a crocodile movie. Carly is super excited. Zoe Bell stars. Right? I'm right. so excited. All right, I'm getting I ready. Love, love me some Zoe Bell. I'm getting ready for some grab bag action, Carly. Will you get, get on the streaming bug. website to see if these movies are still streaming for me? Yes, loading it right now. Just okay. watch. Movie number one. What do we got here? If it's Halloween 3, I have to pick again. Or. Oh, we are going fucking classic over here. With the original Night of the Living Dead, Carly. Ooh. For our zombie, for our zombie film this year. Uh, this says it's streaming on Prime Video, Tubby TV, Shudder, and Vudu. Usually it's streaming somewhere. That movie uh, is not it's hard It's streaming to find. on 8,000 different platforms. Okay. <laughs> you can find Night of the Living Dead basically anywhere. I think it's like, yeah. isn't it public? Uh, it is. It's public domain. Public domain. Yeah. That's why they use it in so many horror movies in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, film number two. I'm really excited to watch Night of the Living Dead. It's been a while. I'm guessing you pulled zombie. Yeah, that one was zombie. And I just picked Halloween 3 again, so I have to pick again. <laughs> Try like again. Do some more Tom Atkins. We're not watching <laughs> no more Tom Atkins. Do I over. Love... Okay, I just picked something and let's see. Oh, yes. So, this isn't really a Halloween costume. <laughs> what did you pick? So, you know how, like, kids dress up as doctors a lot of times? 
Sure. <laughs> I I wrote dentist down and we're watching the dentist, which is Oh, that's actually really exciting. I mean, which is now streaming on Vudu and Tubby TV. So, confirm you another movie from 1996. Can you confirm? It is Vudu and Tubby TV. Yes. Okay, guys, so Zombie, we're watching Night of the Living Dead. Again, it's basically anywhere you need to. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. You can find it even there if you need to. Uh, and The Dentist, which is streaming on Vudu and Tubby TV. So there we go. Oh, man. That's going to be a fun one. I haven't seen this movie in forever. Those I'm movies gonna... do not go together at all. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. All right. So that's it for this week, my lovelies. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Mm, bye. bye.